welcome to Circle Sanctuary Network Podcasts, brought to you by Circle Sanctuary, one of the oldest nature spirituality churches in the United States, connecting people of nature center paths around the world. Join us through the week for a variety of shows discussing various topics, celebrating the divine in all of its forms through nature worship, rituals, education, and building bridges of community. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Blue Marble Podcast, your source of current information about nature-based spirituality and the climate justice movement. As always, I want to give a big shout out to all you eco-warriors out there who work to protect and defend our Blue Marble Planet home with all of its wonderful diversity and biodiversity. Thank you to all of you people of faith and people of conscience out there who are standing up, speaking truth to power, calling for bold action, speaking up especially for the most vulnerable communities among us, both human and non-human. Thank you for the good you do every day in so many ways. I am your host, Reverend Charlotte Bear with Circle Sanctuary's Green Faith Ministry, and I hope this podcast continues to educate and to motivate. So today we're talking about the incentives now available through the recently passed Inflation Reduction Act, IRA. There will be more information in a deeper dive uh, podcast probably next year before tax season. But for now, here's an, o- an overview that I hope can help you to kind of know some of the basic things about the plan, what it's intended for, and some things you may want to think about uh, taking advantage of. Um, It's been a buzz, but the Inflation Reduction Act, IRA, which, yes, President Joe Biden signed into law on August 16th, 2022, it represents the largest federal investment to fight climate change in U.S. history. Is it enough? Not entirely. Uh, Al Gore said, you know, this is the beginning of momentum where we're getting the ball rolling and people throwing in behind this. And helping us to push the needle more in this direction is exactly the kind of thing we need to be doing. So it it is the largest federal investment to fight climate change in U.S. history. Imperfect as it is, but it does get us out of the starting gate, at least. So among the various measures, the law offers financial incentives to all of us out here, normal people who are trying to transition off fossil fuels. Um, On September 8th, uh, the Environmental Defense Fund published, I think, a really great overview. Talks about eight ways that the IRA can save you money all around your home. And in fact, uh, one analysis estimates that the new law's residential tax credits alone could save more than 100 million households about $37 billion a year on their energy bills put together. So that's sizable. So when you think about, you know, how it can save around vehicles or in the driveway, I mean, beginning in 2023, the IRA rewards uh, qualifying electric vehicle buyers with a tax credit of up to $4,000 for the purchase of a used EV. Uh, electric vehicle and up to $7,500 for a new car. Prices are still pretty astronomical for most of us. Um, there are some that are getting more reasonable and like the, and anytime you've got adoption of new technology, it starts out more expensive. And as it gets adopted, costs go down. So keep that in mind. Um, in 2024, the EV credit will be issued through dealerships at the time of the sale. 
And uh, since some models already sell for less than 30,000, uh, it does make EVs cheaper than ever, especially when you consider that the average household spends hundreds of dollars per month on gas, especially now. So there are a couple caveats though that are important to keep in mind. EVs must have final assembly in North America to qualify, which is a good thing. So some brands will not be able to offer the credit until their North American plants begin operating. Uh, the other rule is that sourcing of the car batteries, critical minerals, um, you know, has to meet qualification. And so uh, American consumers could lose half the tax credits value, which is $3,750, $3,750 if, if one of those requirements isn't met, and they'd lose all $7,500 if both are not met. So it's worth really checking out those requirements in the dealership you're thinking about, the model of car you're thinking about, you know, uh, to get full benefit of that credit. Um, additionally, the credit would be unavailable to uh, single tax people who are wealthy. So if you've got a modified adjusted gross income of above 150000 a year, or if you're a married couple filing jointly and your household income is over 300000 a year, it's not going to apply to you. Okay. So other things, um, natural gas prices. Natural gas is not a clean fuel. It is a fossil fuel. And uh, the prices have taken consumers on a really wild ride over the past few years. Some households, I mean, astronomical heating bills during winter storms. So the clean energy incentives uh, in the IRA uh, are trying to tackle this problem by supporting um, a grid-wide move to cheaper, cleaner sources of electricity. Not everybody's got a community choice energy program, um, but the idea of this is that it reduces both the cost to consumers and it reduces pollution. Um, you know, and the hope is that a typical American household will save at least $220 per year uh, without having to change anything. So it doesn't sound like a lot, but it's more important is the, is the carbon offset the pollution cleanup factor. Um, and it, the idea is it shouldn't cost more to do the right thing. So, you know, to green your home's infrastructure, if you have a home and are able to do this, the IRA law offers rebates to help defray upfront costs uh, of greening your infrastructure. Um, it, but that's for families with low and moderate incomes. So again, if you're really wealthy, these things don't apply to you as much. Um, most people I know are low to middle income, so that's folks like me. Um, but for example, you know, if you invest in an energy efficient heat pump, a water heater, you hear about those a lot now, heat pumps, uh, those will be eligible for a rebate of uh, $1,750. Uh, if you want an upgraded uh, breaker box, you know, like preparing you for an all electric home, that could be eligible for up to $4,000 rebate. However, keep in mind that still now, these newer technologies still might be too expensive for people to start getting into now. So you want to find out which discounts, rebates, tax credits your household is eligible for. So here is an online calculator, um, really reliable source. Go to www.rewiringamerica. Dot org slash app slash IRA calculator. That's www.rewiringamerica.org 
slash app slash IRA calculator. And that calculates how much money will you get with the Inflation Reduction Act. And it's through rewiring America. Good folks. Um, you know, another thing, gas stoves. Boy, everybody loved gas stoves for cooking. They've been, you know, the premier cuisine stove for uh, a long time. But Stanford University study recently found that gas stoves actually leak methane, uh, which is a really potent greenhouse gas, even when they aren't being used. If you have a gas stove in your home, you're leaking methane, even without using it. And researchers estimated that stoves across the U.S. emit as much climate pollution as about 500,000 gas-powered cars. So that is huge. Uh, so, you know, if your stove is reaching the end of its useful life, um, think about replacing it with an electric model. Uh, the IRA provides for a rebate of up to $840 for an electric stove, cooktop, range, or oven to make the purchase more affordable. Um, that's within range. And if you want to check out with an electrician whether you're going to need to do anything about converting, you know, the, the, the pipes to the gas stove to an electric, right? Another thing that's a big issue about home energy is insulation. Um, most of us know that adding insulation is a tried and true way to prevent wasted energy. It can save money. Um, the IRA uh, allows some households who are eligible for a rebate of up to $1,600 just for improving their home's insulation and sealing those energy leaks. Um, and that's on top of the savings. Better insulation will also yield uh, through energy, you know, utility cost reduction. Um, you, I mean, the rebate for some households with moderate income covers about 50% of the cost. So that's a, that's a pretty decent one. And um, you need to find out if you qualify where you live. Um, another thing, though, about those heat pumps. You know, heat pumps are great. Uh, they also, you can get a heat pump clothes dryer. They're very popular in Europe. I remember when I was in high school in Scotland, we used those. Um, they're not used in the U.S. too much, but they're, they're really energy efficient. And uh, instead of a traditional dryer, uh, because they don't release warm, humid air outside, they instead they send moist air through an evaporator, and that recirculates the dry, hot air. And the process, it, it does take a bit longer to dry clothes, but it uses about half the electricity. And the IRA um, encourages consumers to switch to an electric heat pump dryer. It's got a rebate of up to 840. So if you think about, you know, a heat pump for all of the reasons mentioned, it, it could be a really good move. Um, I know we're thinking about it. Uh, another thing, oh my gosh, just huge amounts of energy, air conditioning, air conditioning. It just devours electricity. And, you know, if there's a, a, a heat pump again, it uses five times less energy than an air conditioner and can both heat and cool your home. Great. Like I say, very popular in Europe and households can qualify for a tax credit of up to $2,000 for the purchase of an electric heat pump. And for households with low incomes, the new law provides a rebate of up to $8,000 to install it. So again, heat pumps are a really great thing to check out. Um, 
there's a buzz all about solar because, you know, folks are saying there's never been a better, better time to add solar panels to your home. And now, of course, many solar providers know all of the laws, whether you live in a condo, a townhome, a home, rental, um, HOA, whatever. Uh, the residential clean energy credit included in the new law uh, provides a tax credit of up to 30% to households that invest in clean energy like solar. Um, and, it, and it's retroactive all the way to the beginning of 2022. The average cost of installing a residential rooftop solar powered system now is about 19 grand. And so 30% of that is 5,700 in savings, you know. Um, average solar power home saves about $300 every year on electricity. Again, that's not, that's not, you know, phenomenal, but the idea is that if you can get into technology, that's doing the right thing by the planet for your community yourself, and it, it shouldn't have to be costing you a whole lot more in utility bills. Um, and equally important is the IRA's substantial support for local solar deployment. And this means, yes, the rooftop solar panels, but also shared community solar farms. So, you know, as the government uh, starts implementing the IRA, the idea is to provide available funding to uh, local solar projects that will help, you know, really make count the law's benefit for households, but then it, it really puts power back in the hands of people instead of monopoly energy utilities. And the, the community choice energy movement that... I know it was really piloted here in the Silicon Valley and has expanded to a lot of other California counties. Uh, it, it has proven that it really does provide a lot of leveraging power, pushing back against oil and gas and making it easier for you know, everybody to access clean energy to source their electricity. It's, it's a really good thing. And the IRA then with this also creates the first ever national green bank to help finance uh, the clean energy transition because other new grants and loans will help low-income households. Uh, it'll help rural, rural businesses, um, affordable housing owners, and also tribal communities to pay for solar installations. And there are um, tribes who are fighting for indigenous sovereignty to be able to uh, become independent of fossil fuel extractors who have um, you know, tried to buy them out and become their own like solar providers uh, and own their own companies. So it's, it's a good thing to do. Now, the timing and availability will vary by state. So to find out which programs and incentives have been rolled out in your area, you wanna go to this database. It's a, it's a database of state incentives for renewables and efficiency. And it's uh, dsireusa.org. So that is www dsireusa.org. That's www.dsireusa.org. Um, now to fund this Inflation Reduction Act, the plan is that the ultra wealthy and corporations will finally have to pay their fair share of taxes and that no one making under $400,000 per year will pay a penny more in taxes. I love this part. And we need to make sure we hold enforcement of this accountable because the act really makes a point of creating clean energy jobs 
that reduce emissions across every sector of the economy. And they're going to do that by um, they want to incentivize prevailing wages. And they're expanding tax credits for energy efficient commercial buildings, for new energy efficient homes, for uh, electric vehicle charging infrastructure. And they're going to give bonus credits for businesses that pay prevailing wages and that hire registered apprentices. They really want to target energy communities who are transitioning you know, away from fossil fuels to cleaner energy jobs. And they want to ensure local wages are not being undercut by, you know, low road contractors, as they're called. So it's also meant to stop companies from ripping off workers because it will penalize companies that promise to pay prevailing wages, but don't follow through. And workers who are owed prevailing wages will receive not only the difference, but interest on that difference. So they're serious about that. And for the first time ever, the Inflation Reduction Act establishes a make it in America provision for the use of American-made equipment and clean energy production. And again, we all know why this is there. The law provides expanded clean energy tax credits for wind, solar, nuclear, clean hydrogen, clean fuels, for carbon capture, and it includes bonus credits for businesses that pay workers prevailing wages and use registered apprenticeship programs. So every kind of incentive to move to clean energy, to make sure it's made in America, that businesses stay in America, that good jobs are created for Americans. And, you know, with respect to climate justice, the IRA mentions especially vulnerable communities affected by the climate crisis. Uh, and we all know these include communities of color, um, urban and rural. They include indigenous communities. They include Pacific Islander communities, which represent over 2,000 island communities. Communities threatened by sea level rise, by wildfire, floods, hurricanes. And the act specifically addresses the need to protect public health and to strengthen resilience to climate change in these communities and far beyond. That, that's right in the White House government briefing fact sheets. So there it is, folks. That's a, a really quick tour of things you may care about investing further for your home and for your community. More is coming, but this is just the start. And remember, in the upcoming midterm election, vote, vote, vote. Do not sit this one out. Vote. And vote for leaders who don't just say they believe in climate change. Vote for leaders who really understand climate science and are pushing for a just transition toward resilience and regeneration and justice. So here is a perfect intersection between faith and science. For those of us who love and revere the sacred earth, who cherish and wish to protect the sacred planet home, we must have leaders who listen to the science. As we listen to the earth with our hearts and our spirits, we must also put people into power who listen to the science and who demonstrate real readiness to act upon it. Well, that wraps up our time for this installment of Blue Marble Podcast. Thank you to all of you for listening. Blue Marble Podcasts air live on the third Friday of every month at 5 p.m. Pacific 
7 p.m. Central and 8 p.m. Eastern times. You can always download for free past Blue Marble podcasts on the CSNP network. Here's how you do it. You go to www.blogtalkradio.com slash CSNP. I'll say it again. www.blogtalkradio.com slash CSNP. And then type in Blue Marble into the search bar and you'll find a full list of Blue Marble podcasts. So if you valued what you heard here today, please share this information with others. Send it out there on your personal networks and let's make it count. All right, my friends, Shar Bear here signing off until next time. Stay blue and true. And thank you for joining us on the Circle Sanctuary Network podcasts, presented by Circle Sanctuary and produced for all who follow the Nature Center paths. Join us here throughout the week for various programming connecting the community around the world. And please don't forget to watch for updates on the Circle Sanctuary website at www.circlesanctuary.org. And follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcasts. We can also be found on your favorite podcast hosting sites, such as iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and others. And until next time, many blessings. <laughs>